Hey, this is Rachel Friedman, and you are listening to Mastering the Craft of Coaching. The entry bar in our coaching industry is really low, so to compete in the coaching industry, you have to be really fucking incredible at your craft. That's why every week I will be sharing my tips, tools, and stories to help you become an incredible coach for your clients. Truthfully, this is the backbone of your business, and it is what is going to make you a sought-after coach with a thriving business with clients who are sending you referral after referral after referral. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Mastering the Craft of Coaching. My name is Rachel Friedman, and I am the host of this podcast. If you are just finding me and finding this podcast, I really, really hope deep in my heart that you will find the tools, the techniques, the stories, everything that we bring here, that you will find it land somewhere in your heart and either help you or help you help someone else maybe one of your clients, your friends, or a family member. So this podcast was previously called The Wellness Boss, but because what we focus on in this podcast is really about honing, elevating, and refining your skills as a coach, I thought it was imperative that we adjust the title so it really matched the content. So if you have been following us for a while. I am so grateful that you continue to follow me on this journey. And like I mentioned, if you are new, my name is Rachel Friedman. Let me just take a moment in case you don't know me, just to get to know me. So you can hopefully feel a little bit safer, a little bit more comfortable with joining me on this journey, this journey as a coach back to yourself so you can have the fullest, deepest capacity to heal, to serve, to help. So I got into this work in a bit of a roundabout way. So my journey in healing, coaching, therapy, all started about 25 years ago. 25 years ago, I studied at New York University, yes, in New York City, NYU, to be a clinical social worker, a therapist. And that's where my journey started. And I was, I graduated from that program and I began to work in an adolescent lockdown facility. Basically what it is, it is a unit on a psychiatric hospital where the kids, these 12 to 18 year old girls were there. They were not allowed to leave. Most of them were court ordered. That work literally impacted me in ways that I'll have to share for another podcast. But in, I guess, about three short years, I got burnt out. It was hard work, challenging work. And I really was not fully equipped yet at that time to deal with a lot of the stuff that was coming at me. Mostly, I would say, because I hadn't dealt with my own shit yet. Really, truly, I believe that. So I landed myself into the fitness world. Around that same time, I had lost about 40 pounds, all through exercise and changing my eating habits. And so on a whim, I decided I'm going to take a weekend course, become a personal trainer, because I knew at that moment I needed to step away 
from my therapy job, I was burnt out. I was doing things that were not healthy for me, towards me. And therefore I really could not be of the best and highest value and service to my clients. So I quit my therapy job. I got a job as a personal trainer. I built a six-figure personal training business very quickly. I do believe partially that was due to the skills I had acquired in um, my background as a therapist. And I did that for many years, for about, about eight to 10. And then I stumbled into the world of yoga. And I fell hard and fast. I loved, loved yoga. There was something quite magical, magical about moving my body into these different positions. And I would feel the sense of release, something that I had a, a really hard time putting into words. But from this experience, learning how to reconnect with my body, I literally began to heal parts of myself that I didn't even know needed it. And through the journey of yoga, I became a whole totally different version of myself over the course of about two decades almost. And during that process of healing myself and understanding myself on a much more, um, on a deeper, on a more intimate level, during that time, I also decided that I needed to share this with as many people as possible. So what did I do? I became a yoga teacher. And very shortly after becoming a yoga teacher, an opportunity came my way and I opened a yoga studio, my very first yoga studio. Two years later, I opened another one. And two years later, I opened another one. And over the course of a decade, owning, operating yoga studios became my life. And I loved it. I loved the community I created. I loved the practice. But what I didn't love often was the drama that comes in managing other people. And yes, that is part of entre entrepreneurship, that is part of being a CEO. But I didn't have the skills, I didn't have the tools to manage that drama. So once again, I found myself burnt out. But this time, as I found myself in burnout, I reached out and I got help. And that's when I stepped into the coaching world. And so now for many years, that is what I have been doing. I have helped numerous people from many different backgrounds with many different um, areas that they're wanting to shift, transform, and grow from. And about a year ago, year and a half ago, I realized that many of my clients were having amazing, incredible results that many of my peers were not able to achieve. And so I started listening. I started doing a lot of peer coaching. And what I came to realize is that my background as a therapist, as a yoga teacher, and now as a coach, it was the blend of these different elements together, which was helping my clients get results and changing their lives in the most beautiful ways. And the changes were lasting. They were sustainable. And so in a moment, like in a blink of an eye, I got an idea and I thought I need to share these different modalities and how they can intertwine and flow together with coaches because then more people can get more healing, more results. They can achieve their desires, their dreams and their goals. And this birthed the Live Your Dharma program. 
live your dharma if you've been wondering what that word means. Dharma means to live out your purpose. So the word dharma, yes, is in a Hindu, is a Hindu word. Yes, I am Jewish. That's fine, right? We don't need to get into the dogma there. What we need to know is that the word dharma, the translation is to connect with your purpose and then to follow it. And that is really my purpose, I believe, here on this planet, is to help others see their own light, to follow it, and then to help others step into that light, step into their dreams, into their desires, shed away, peel back the layers that are keeping them from living their fullest expression of themselves. So now you know a little bit about me, you know a little bit about my method and how I bring these three different disciplines together in order to create healing, in order to create sustainable transformational results. So today, today I want to gift you something from inside my program. I want to gift you a guided grounding exercise. I have a very firm belief that if we ignore human physiology, which unfortunately the nervous system is not taught in a lot of the coach programs that I've seen, at least at the foundational level. And when we ignore human physiology and we just go right to the mind and try to change it, we are going to run up against a hard wall because human physiology trumps anything we do in terms of thought work every single time. So what does that mean? It means that your nervous system needs to be in a regulated state in order to make any sustainable lasting change. So one of the fastest, quickest ways to get a nervous system into a regulated state is through grounding. There are many other techniques and tools. Many of those I teach inside the Live Your Dharma program because like I said, I think it's step one and I think it is often skipped or we start talking with someone and then we do it. But why not just start? Start by grounding yourself and then once you're grounded, you can show up from your, for your call in a very clean space. And then you get to help your client. Grow. You get to teach this one tool to your client. And I can guarantee if you only gifted your client this one tool and they did it daily, they would feel different and they would likely feel better, more productive, more energetic, and move closer to what they desire. So we're going to do this grounding tool today on the podcast. This one of the many tools inside the Live Your Dharma Coaching Certification. So you can have it. You have it for yourself. It is my gift to you. You have it from me to gift to your clients. If you want to learn more about your nervous system, you want to learn more about anchoring your nervous system, friending your nervous system, so you can help your clients really get into that regulated state that I was mentioning, but I really want to encourage you. Join the next round of the Live Your Dharma certification where you get ample amounts of time to learn the techniques, practice the techniques, and refine them. Because it is in the refinement, it is receiving feedback, taking that feedback, and then applying it where you're going to grow, where you're going to get stronger, where you're going to be able to get these results like I was getting from my clients in your coaching sessions. Okay, so for today, this is what I want you to do. As you can see, I'm sitting in a chair. Please, if you are driving 
put this on pause, come back to it. If you're at home, sit up nice and tall, plant your feet on the ground. It's really important for this grounding exercise that your feet are on the ground. And then I want your spine to be nice and erect. Drop your shoulders, so not pushing them down, just drop them. And then I want you to lay your hands on your lap and you're gonna turn your palms down towards the earth because we're gonna be pulling that grounding energy up from the earth. Go ahead, if you're comfortable, let your eyes close. Let your eyes close and I want you to just take a couple really slow breaths in, long, slow breaths out. Breathing in from your nose, try breathing out from your nose. This is a technique that helps to calm the nervous system. Taking a couple more rounds. If you struggle with breathing in and out from your nose, do not worry right now, right? Something you can work towards. Bring all of your focus to the base of your spine, right? Right around, around your tailbone, your hip region. And with your mind's eye, eyes closed, with your awareness at the base of your spine, I want you to imagine a cord right now, this big, fat cord running from the base of your spine all the way to the center of the earth, okay? Maybe at the base of that cord is an anchor, like for a big, huge ship, a big, huge, let's say, cruise ship. So you're going to take that cord, it's running from the base of your spine, and you're going to toss it to the center of the earth where it's going to anchor down, okay? And I want you to feel as that cord grounds into the center of the earth, connects to your tailbone. And we're gonna pull the energy now from the anchor at the center of the earth, all the way up the cord, this really thick cord, to the base of your spine. And take a moment and just feel what it does it feel like for your energy to be anchored into the center of the earth. Does it feel firm and strong, stable? What does it feel like for you? I just want you to be with that for just a moment. Continue to breathe, easy breaths in from your nose and out. Maybe you start to see or find that the exhale can slow down and extend just a little bit more than your inhale. Keeping your attention at your grounding cord at the base of your spine, pulling the energy up from the center of the earth, from mother earth to the base of your spine. Feeling that energy just sit there, noticing how it feels. And then for a moment, just see what pops in your mind. And I want you to take that and I want you to throw it down the cord, all the way to the center of the earth, and then just watch it release. Maybe it breaks apart, the energy breaks apart, the thought, the feeling, you release it. And then another thought, another feeling, another sensation comes up. Notice it, send it down the cord, allow its particles to sort of break apart as it goes down that cord to the center of the earth where it is recycled. And you do a couple rounds of this, as many as you actually need. 
allowing anything that may be energetically stuck to you, any people that may be running around in your mind, any feelings that may be lingering. Just let it all release down this cord to the center of the earth to be recycled. Being patient with yourself, noticing at first, if you don't feel anything, it's not a problem. If you don't see anything at first, it's not a problem. Remember, this is a practice. When you feel called with your mind's eye, pick up a marker or a crayon. I want you to write your name on your cord. It's your cord. Knowing that you can grab that cord at any point, all you have to do is put your feet on the ground and close your eyes, bring your focus to the base of your spine, see the cord, connect and deep in the center of the earth the base of your spine, take any worries, any thoughts, any feelings, take them thrown down the cord, see them break apart, you cycle into the center of the earth, and then when you're ready, you get to just cut the cord, see it float away, maybe in the ocean's water, and then just take a couple of deep breaths in from your nose and out. Coming back into your surroundings, just noticing for a moment, noticing how you feel right now. Notice your own personal experience. Notice what's coming up for you. See if you can do it from a space of pure curiosity, dropping any judgment and just letting it be. And when you're complete, you just let your eyes open and you come back. You open your eyes, you shake, wiggle, move around a little bit. You just take a moment to honor yourself or taking a moment in your day to ground yourself. It is from this grounded energy that we are able to provide a safe place for our clients. If we are feeling ungrounded, they can sense this energy. It is gonna be much harder for them to feel safe, to open up, to be vulnerable, and to really share with you what's underneath the layers of their experience. It is when we can peel back those layers, see what's underneath them, we can hold this beautiful space for their experience, right? Without the judgment, without any intention on our part, but to be open and curious and to help them see and tap into their own unique wisdom. It is from that space that they, I can promise you, will not just get results, but they will get mind-blowing results. All right, my friends, try this on yourself. Try it with your friends, with your peers, and of course, with your clients. Have a most fantastic week and I'll see you next week for another 
another fun episode of Mastering the Craft of Coaching. Till then. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mastering the Craft of Coaching. If you want to learn more about my work, come visit me at rachelbethcoaching.com. Hope you have a fantastic week. Till next time, see you then.